The cover story for the March slash April edition of Pro Contractor Rentals was about Lepo Rents and the way the company has taken care of business for the past 75 years. It's a good article, a fun read about the company and their values, but what really stood out to me was a section about the company's philanthropy. Today, Glenn Lepo, the company's CEO, is going to join us to talk about Lepo's innovative giving efforts. Welcome to the Front Porch with Brian Beaudry. Uh, so first of all, hi, Glenn. Hello, how are you? I'm well. Are you well? Yeah, doing okay. Can't complain. All right, good. So let's go ahead and start with the most general part of thing. Why is charity and philanthropy so important to you and to the Lepo way? Well, you can put it many different ways, but to, much, to whom much is given, much is expected it would be one way to look at it. We, uh, we've been successful in business for 75 years, and, and the reason we're here is because other people have done business with us. And that's yeah. the people in the community. So, uh, you know, yes, it's our customers, but there's more to it than that. Uh, there's more to the relationship than just us and our customers. We also have to be neighbors uh, to the folks who are around us. Much of our philanthropy is aimed at folks who are struggling in one way or another, uh, but also to try and lift people up because um, we obviously need coworkers. Uh, we've expanded quite a bit in the last. 25 years in particular. And, and so we need to continue to bring people on board. And the only way to do that is if we have good people in the community who, you know, are willing to come work for us and capable of doing what we need them to do. So for sure. uh, some of it's, some of it's a business side, uh, but most of it's philosophical. We've been given great opportunities trying to help other people succeed uh, is one of our core values. And yeah. so that's what we're, targeting to do. And, and some folks just have obstacles in their ways that aren't their fault. And so we try and help them out. Well, that, that seems to work out, especially for, you know, an equipment company and having all those stuff, you're used to kind of helping people get uh, things done. Yeah. Sometimes it's, you know, using the equipment, but a lot of times it's just cases, some situations, they just need money. And <laughs> we can't, we can't really, we don't have the time to give them labor. You know, yeah. Our hours just don't, you know, we can't go Habitat for Humanity and take 20 guys and go build a house. It, it doesn't work for us. For sure. So Okay. So the thing that in the article that really stood out to me that I hadn't really seen before was the equipment with the custom paint jobs. So first of all, where did that idea come from? Uh, we stole it from somebody. I don't know. I don't remember who. <laughs> uh, somebody else had, you know, one boom lift with a pink boom for the breast cancer. That's where it started. My wife's a survivor of breast cancer. Okay. And then next came the, uh, we have several members of our team who are uh, have children on the autism spectrum. Uh, so the yellow boom with the puzzle pieces came next with the for autism awareness. And then uh, we have a fair number of veterans. And so then the veterans charity came next. Uh, the next one was Michael J. Fox Foundation. I have Parkinson's disease. Uh, so it just kind of keeps rolling. We're adding uh, three more right now, actually, down in their southeast locations, Alabama, Florida region. So. Are those going to be for the same charities or are those uh, specific to those regions or what? Uh, more specific to the regions. Uh, probably going to have another veterans charity down there because, again, we're hiring a lot of veterans down there and, and very big area for veterans. A lot of people, a lot of military bases and so on in the general vicinity. So trying to support the community around us. And I'm not sure what the other two are going to be. Uh, I don't actually make that call. Okay. Well, yeah, it's still really cool what you're doing. Um, so how do you choose which items get the custom paint jobs? Because obviously you guys have a lot of different equipment 
And uh, how do you choose which charities to feature? It seems like it's just something that's employee driven, but if you have any Yeah, a lot of it's employee driven, but uh, you know, the boom lifts are kind of easy. They're big, uh, 80, we use 80, 80 footers. Uh, so we figured, you know, it's good high visibility, put them on a hospital job or something that's out by the freeway. And so, you know, just attracting attention to whatever we're trying to raise awareness for. Um, and then the other ones just kind of happened. You know, the track loader, I mean, you think of a military guy and you think of, you know, a tough piece of equipment that's ground engaging. And so it just kind of it fit the mold. And, and the, uh, the excavator, I knew absolutely nothing about. It surprised me. It was my Christmas present. Uh, the employees, pull, employees pulled together the money to get the special decals and the special paint and everything else to, to repaint the machine and put the decals on it. It was a brand new machine, but they wanted to put the color scheme of Michael J. Fox Foundation on it. So, That's and, really cool. uh, yeah, it was, it was really awesome. Okay. So how do your customers react to these items? Do they request them specifically or how does that work? Usually it's specific requests, particularly the boom lifts. Um, and actually it's kind of turned against us. So we're, we're, we're rethinking that process right now, uh, because what happens is we hold them to last. And so they don't bring in as much rental income. And so therefore we're not donating as much to the charity as we would like. Uh, you know, we don't want to put them on jobs where they know they're going to get beat up really bad. Uh, but you know, there's not all hospital jobs or not all high visibility jobs. So sometimes we need to send them out a little earlier in the process than we do. Uh, so rather than always holding them back, you know, if we know a job is going to be at least easy on the machine, even if it's not high visibility, we're going to start sending them out more so that we donate more to the charities. Yeah. That's something I definitely wouldn't have thought about, but yeah. Uh, interesting. Um, you mentioned again in the article that, uh, you guys used to be pretty quiet about donations and you mentioned some things have caused you to be a bit more vocal about it. Uh, was there a specific instance that was really the tipping point that you guys just decided, Hey, we're, we're going to start saying this stuff now, or is it just something that you started saying it once and people just responded positively and you just kept going? I don't know that it was a specific point in time. Um, I started getting more involved, not just from a philanthropy standpoint, but also engaging uh, as being on boards of directors of nonprofits, things like that. And I started to understand kind of their perspective of, I always thought of it as kind of the Biblical right, right pocket, left pocket. Don't let you know. Don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing when you're giving away stuff. But it's actually good for the charity if they can say they're doing, they're getting donations from a reputable area company, because that looks good for them. And so it became one of those things where I was trying to be quiet about it, and they were like, "Well, can we not be so quiet about it? Because we really need you. We need to show that you're supporting us." And when yeah. you're quiet about it, we do that. And so they started asking more. And and so we started doing little bits like you're talking about. You know, we do a little bit and we talk about it at the Christmas party or, you know, for the organization. And then spouses would come up to me and say, well, well that's really great that you guys supported this organization or that organization. And, you know, that's really cool. So we started telling them more and more what we were doing. And, you know, now it's almost every time we have a get together, which hasn't been a while because of COVID, but uh, you know, a year and a half ago when we had our Christmas party, I probably had half a dozen spouses come up to me and say, wow, that's really great. I'm glad you guys do this. And so, uh, it's been well received. And actually I had a, one of the guys in my rental group, uh, came to me and said, you know, I try and support organizations in our community who give back. And yeah. so same, same kind of thing, you know, the, our customers like to see that we're giving back to the community. It's not like going you know, in our pockets or whatever. Yeah, for sure. 
Another thing I noticed, uh, when COVID hit, a lot of companies understandably went into protection mode, try to make sure that they're not uh, losing too much money. Uh, you and you decided to give all your offices $5,000 to donate to a local cause of their choice. Why, why'd you go that direction? Uh, it was really because I saw the need. Uh, and my wife and I have saved up over the years to uh, help in these kinds of situations. And so uh, it just felt like the right thing to do. We, we do a lot locally, uh, but the need was much greater than just here. Uh, the need's always much greater than just here, but in this particular case, it was just so widespread. Uh, we were new to the Southeast, so nobody knew who we were. Uh, we were fairly new to Texas, so nobody really knew who we were. And, you know, we just we saw at that point devastation everywhere around because it was in early April of last year. And so uh, to me, we have what's called a donor advised fund. Uh, so we can put money in it and kind of hold it for giving away appropriately later and uh, from a tax standpoint. So we can get the donation now and then kind of dole it out as, as we see appropriate over the next however many years. And we had saved up because things were good. And, you know, yeah, there's always need, but uh, we knew these kinds of times come. And so when the time came, we said, let's open it up and, and kind of drain those resources. We can rebuild them when this is all over. Uh, yeah. And that's the right time to, to help support the communities around the country. So yeah. well received and, and our uh, coworkers really, I think, enjoyed the process of picking the local charity. Yeah, that's really smart. I like I like the idea of saving when you know it's it's going's good, and then you know having stuff for when it's not so good. Um, what advice would you give someone who's at the same place that you were, where they're they're giving but they're concerned about appearing like they're patting themselves on the back? It's all in how you say it, and all all in how you do it. It's 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 that is a tough balancing act. Um, you don't want to go around saying, "Hey, I'm doing this, I'm doing that." And all. It's be quiet enough. <laughs> I would say. Start off small. I mean, do like we did and just start off small. And then, you know, people start to recognize, okay, it, it's happening. Uh, and, you know, it's not like you're dropping a bomb and saying, you know, yeah. look at us, look at all the things we're doing. Because that, 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 there is a double-edged sword there. Uh, you don't want to make it look like you're just doing it to for the advertising, if you want to call it that. Because that shouldn't be the purpose. Yeah, and I think it's also helpful to remember what you were talking about earlier, where it's like the charities actually kind of need some of that publicity yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and I, I, I probably actually ask them, you know, yeah. how, how do we do this? I know that there's a few causes that are important to you that you're do donating to right now, like uh, the breast cancer and the, the Parkinson's ones. Um, would you like to direct our listeners to where they can give if they'd like to, or is that something that I should just go and I can go look it up and list the websites later? Well, the easy one's Michael J. Fox Foundation. That's for Parkinson's research. We've actually stuck with, from the local giving standpoint, most of our our charity pieces of equipment go to a local charity. So in Ohio, it's a Ohio Breast Cancer Fund or something along those lines. But you know, whatever it is, just I'd say find your passion. Uh, my passion actually is helping breaking the cycle of generational poverty. I'm big on education. Uh, so uh, there's something in our area called the Summit Education Initiative. Um, also, some other organizations are trying to build up the foundation through education uh, in our community. So uh, that's my passion. And that's where I give most of my money. Uh, if you want to give to those kinds of organizations locally, that's great. But, you know, I, I think you've got a nationwide audience, so I'm not going to 
try and promote our stuff, help support your own communities, folks. All right, there we go. Okay, uh, thanks, Glenn, for your time today. Uh, it was a pleasure talking with you. Pleasure to talk with you, Brian. Thank you. And thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about Level Rents, you can check out the current issue of Pro Contractor Rentals or visit leporents.com.